When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, hey, looks like we're live. I was just talking with Karis before the stream began. English Arts Academy. Check her out on her channel after this live stream, of course. But she's going to be here answering your questions with me. Her channel's great. Um, I just want to say, anytime there's an English teacher on this channel, I just think the world of them. I'll never bring on an English teacher where you go over to their channel and you might be like, oh, this is crap. So I hope uh, she's celebrating 6,000 subscribers. She's doing some awesome stuff on her channel. So she'll be here in just a minute. But before we get started, I probably should introduce myself just in case you're new here. Yeah, I'm Brent. This is American English with this guy. And for the next hour or so, we will be talking with each other normal conversation. So we might speak a little bit more quickly than you're used to. Some people in the comments on the stream in the past have asked, hey, can you speak a little more quickly? So that might happen today. And then we'll also take your questions. But I do want to give a uh, big hello to Anya. She'll be in here moderating the chat. If anyone's naughty, she can boot them. She can kick them out. Elena, I know I've seen you in here, of course, but I know that you know Karis too. I've seen you in her chat. Hansa, how are you? Dear sir, madam, thanks a lot for your broadcast and effort. So sorry about my writing skills. What? They're fine. Nothing wrong with that, Hansa. And even if they were horrible, you're in the right place, right? You're learning English. That's all good. Good afternoon from Central Europe. Awesome. Great. So what do you say? Hey, Freddie Wolf. I know you from France. How are you? Tom, oh, short on time. Friends are visiting. Trying to get a little quick English lesson in. That's great. That's great. Mickey's here. And of course, Luke. Luke's here from Poland. So let's bring on Karis from English Arts Academy. She can introduce herself to you. And we'll get into a little conversation. We'll get into a little questions. So put your questions in the chat. You know, we've got to have a little something to, to answer here. All right, Karis. <laughs> Hi, Brent. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty well. I so, liked your introduction. Did you? <laughs> I did. Thank you. I did. <laughs> Thank you. Trying to keep it cash. Trying to keep yeah. it casual. No, yeah. I was enjoying it. Yeah. <laughs> good. So in case somebody in here doesn't know anything about your channel, which, hey, congratulations, 6,000 subscribers. That's something to celebrate. Do you mm -hmm. mind telling everyone a little bit about what you do on your channel? Because I do think it's, it's unique. The way you do your lives is a little bit different from the way I do my lives. So, and I think they'll find out very quickly, you're not American, you're British. <laughs> so it's always good to hear another accent too. 
Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So as you said, Brent, I am from the UK, from a city called Liverpool, which is in northwest of England. And yeah, I run the page English Arts Academy, which I've been running for almost almost two years, but about a year and a little bit on YouTube. Um, so I started that on Instagram before I moved to YouTube, which is a whole other world. <laughs> and yeah, I'm kind of looking at conversational English, um, improving confidence of English learners, because even I think Hans's comment there shows that he had no reason to apologize for his writing, but yet he felt he had to for some reason. Um, so I always want to say to my students, please don't apologize for your English. <laughs> you're showing up and you're practicing and you're learning and that's what counts. Um, and yeah, that's kind of that's kind of it about boosting confidence, looking at conversational English, having some fun, kind of breaking down. I guess the barriers for maybe how people have learned English in schools, um, maybe making it slightly more modern, I think, more current, um, because I do think, I know you're an English teacher in a school, nope. Brent, so I will tread no, no, no. carefully. <laughs> I understand. I, uh, yeah. So, and I think a lot of people, if they're watching, learning English, I think if you go to a classroom, it's heavy on the grammar which yeah. and i've seen you which is great you will bring guests on from the chat where they can practice speaking with you which is amazing yeah definitely i mean so i started doing that because the number one question i was getting asked was i have no one to practice speaking with um who can i practice with and i was like well you can practice with me, you could practice on YouTube. But then I noticed in starting doing those, um, or that style of live classes, not as many people actually are willing to come on and speak. Um, I get a lot of people who say, yes, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna join you. But when it actually comes to doing it, they chicken out, they're too shy, they get afraid. And I think that's quite interesting, because I think you know, unfortunately, if you do want to improve in English, you're going to have to put yourself out there. You have to produce the language. And, you know, using social media platforms is an awesome way to improve. But you have to be willing to show up and actually do do the thing that maybe is a little bit scary um, or a little bit daunting, perhaps. So, and, and yeah. And before we we started, I admitted to you that woof, I get English is my native language. I'm a teacher. I even get a little nervous coming on every live stream. So yeah, it takes a lot no, of guts. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> and even for me, you know, when I think about English Arts Academy, so I started it roughly two years ago, a little bit less. But I had this idea for maybe five or six years. And I kept putting it off. Mm. So I kept not doing it um, because I was scared. I was scared to put myself out there. I was scared to be judged. I thought, what are people going to think? This girl with the Scouse accent is teaching English. Um, but, you know, to kind of get anywhere, 
you have to you have to do it you have to do the thing that is scary you have to put yourself out of your comfort zone i'm a big believer in that 100 percent. and the older i get i think that and I, I may put my reading glasses on here pretty soon to read the comments but the older <laughs> i get the less i care about what people think i think mm. that that's a little freeing uh, bob the canadian don't know if you know him he did a yeah. great lesson yesterday on aging and it some of those points really hit home to me, like losing the hair, getting the glasses. But the yeah. good thing is, I, th I think I'm a little more confident than I was in my 20s or whatever. So getting yeah. older has its bonuses sometimes. Yeah. So do you think that helps you as a teacher then to maybe empathize with some of your younger students about because you know how it feels to not be as confident? Yeah. Uh, and I middle school I teach middle school students so 13 14 year olds and I remember very clearly how hard it was yeah. so yeah I think that's the reason why I went into teaching in the classroom is I have a lot of empathy for that age because it's a tough age for most people so yeah but now in real life like I don't care like the car I drive it's definitely not the greatest it gets me where I'm going I have dad shoes I'm like I <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. I don't care anymore. It's freeing to just not yeah. really care. Yeah. No, that's a good, it's good not to care. Yeah. Were uh, you I, nervous then when you started your channel? And I should say congratulations to you because I know that you hit 6,000 as well. Yeah. So. Thank you. Was I, yeah, I think what helped me for the channel is that, yeah, I watched other. So some of my inspirations to get into YouTube were and I did a video on them, but like a guy named Harold Balder and Bald and Bankrupt. He's actually from England as well. And they do travel videos. They don't teach English, but they were like, they just didn't care. You know, they'd wake yeah. up in their hair. And I'm like, you know, I'm just going to be me on here. And if people like it, great. If they don't, you know, so. Yeah. YouTube is kind of like, it was the whatever, you know, I was just like, I'm good. I want to, I want to produce good content, but if I look like an idiot doing it, I don't care. That's fine. <laughs> you know? Yeah. 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 It makes you more relatable as well. I think if you're just, just sell, I think you can tell, um, on all social media platforms when someone is being fake or not authentically them, I suppose. I do think that comes across easily. I yeah. agree 100 yeah. yeah um oh i'm trying to think of a good english term we might say in the united states like maybe like warts and all have you heard that term do you use that in england yeah warts and all I, yeah to be honest i personally don't use it warts and all but i i know it and i've heard it being said but i think maybe it's slightly outdated okay i think warts and all or maybe it's just one that i don't say <laughs> It's just, um, you know, we just show the real life of whatever happens. And I, I sometimes leave mistakes in and just whatever. Like this morning, I have my allergies are out of control. I thought, oh, should I go on? Like, yeah, whatever. Aww. Who cares? Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. What is it? Hay fever? I think so. And and a dog. I'm a, I, oh. I have a dog now. and I mean, my wife has a dog. I don't have a dog, but my wife has a dog. And it lives with us. And so that doesn't help. I am slightly allergic to dogs. Oh, even though he's, <laughs> he's, hey, Sean from Free 99 English is here. He's a great guy. 
and uh, my buddy, my buddy from Italy. I think he's actually coming to the United States next summer. We're going to get together, talk Italian with Aroni. Um, do you know, so I'm, I'm just being told that my, um, am I really blurry, Brent? Should I just fix my camera really quickly? Sure, go for it. Okay, for let it. me. Um, All right, I will. Uh, Karis is going to go away. She's going to fix her camera. And then I don't know how I'll know when she's ready to come back, though. Maybe she'll give me a hand signal. If she could just like, hey, flag me down. All right. So um, we got a question here. What's the difference between to discover and explore? So they're almost the opposite. They're almost the opposite. So the first thing that comes to my mind is a cave. Is a cave. Those are often very dark places on the side of a mountain. So often when you're at the, the opening of a cave, you can't see anything. So you might go inside to explore. When you're inside there, you might find or you might discover a bear. I don't know. Maybe. That's what I think of when I think of caves inside there there might be a bear so they're almost the opposite when you're exploring you're trying to uh, look for something and when you discover something you actually find it so um mm, all right looks like karis is ready to come back i think that's a pretty good example they are they are very very close but uh, a little bit different though all right let's see karis is back it, it looks improved maybe a little bit. <laughs> I look better, right? <laughs> yes, one hundred percent. Not, no, that you look bad before. It was, I it think was. I fine. looked like a sim character before. Oh, really? Quite pixelated, but I, um, my partner quickly came in and saved the day. I was on the wrong resolution. Really, and I honestly probably. didn't notice. I really didn't notice, but. <laughs> you're too kind maybe you need your glasses on Brent <laughs> <laughs> you know what that's probably the thing that's probably the thing <laughs> so let's see Freddie here I think I understand correctly English I try to write without mistakes but as soon as I speak I'm blocked because I can't find my words and I have to think a long time to find the right tense yeah I think that's a very common problem and I would say, see, I don't take my own advice. I am, I have been learning Italian for two years and I'm still very afraid to speak. I love reading in Italian. I love reading memes. I can, I understand all of the memes, but there's a big difference between the input, which you do not have to produce and that output with the, the, now you said, I think Freddie said that he tries to write the good thing about writing is you are producing, but you don't have to produce it so quickly. Your audience is kind of waiting for you longer. But the speaking, it, that's where the most pressure is at for sure. Any thoughts on um, trying to make that transition, Karis, from, from reading or listening to speaking? It's not an easy one. No, it's not. It's not easy. And I definitely think you're not, not alone, Freddie. Um, I think the best way to, for you to start, because it seems like you you like to write, I'm guessing, because you say, I write without mistakes. So I'm assuming that you quite enjoy writing, would then be to start reading out loud what you wrote down. 
um, even recording it, playing it back to yourself, because that's not, it's not very scary. You've only got to listen to your own voice. And then I think it's probably a time to maybe take the next step. And if you have, say, um, WhatsApp, you would start sending voice notes um, instead of texting. So you're just trying to move away, doing these little baby steps to get you, as you said, Brent, producing the language um, a bit more frequently. So they would be my first steps for you. And then I think it's if you haven't already, Freddie, maybe it's time to find a language partner of someone who you can interact with once a week, whether it is on Zoom or just by sending voice notes to help you gain the confidence. They would be my first steps for you to take. That's a great idea. I used to do that on the app HelloTalk. Are you familiar with that, Karis? Yeah, I've heard of it. I've never actually been on it. But you can do that too. You can send those messages where you prepare and if you have a language partner. Now, here's the good news for Freddie. Freddie, I am assuming because you live in France, your native language is French. (laughs) A lot of English speakers want to learn French. That's one of the most popular languages. Mm. It's not going to be hard for you to find maybe a language partner. You can speak half an hour in French, half an hour in English with a native English speaker. If you speak another language, however, let's say Vietnamese or Cambodian or what's another Indonesian. Mm. I know there are millions of speakers, but not a lot of native English speakers are looking to learn those languages. So I do want to do a video on that on the channel. Like who's going to be, who's going to have an easier time finding a language partner? That's your Spanish speakers. That's your French speakers. Your Italian speaker, German. Yeah. Uh, Japanese. That's true. That's really true, actually. I've never thought about that, Brent. That's yeah. really true because there are potentially more, well, widely spoken or popular languages to learn for sure. And unfortunately, something like I don't, Arabic is one of those like has millions of speakers. And I do think there is a percentage of English speakers who want to learn Arabic but it's a little more daunting. You know, it's a little bit harder. We can we can go to Italian or French. It's yeah. not that different from English, but yeah. I don't sure. know about in England right now, but um Japanese is really popular for Americans to learn. Is that is that true in England? Um no. I know a lot of people learn Japanese as a hobby, especially if you're into anime um or like cosplay. Co- um, comics yes then I know a lot of people do learn Japanese but it's I mean it's not taught in schools mm-hmm. at all you wouldn't <clears throat> learn that would never be in our schools you're lucky if you get French oh why am I off Uh-oh. we can hear you still <laughs> oh, we can just you can't see, see me um yeah I'll I'll talk about the uh we'll, we'll go we'll get uh we'll let her uh we'll let her fix that and then I'll see her um but going on what Kara said about if you're learning a foreign language in the United States, you are going French and Spanish, the two most popular by far. And then I would say German is right up there and Chinese. But yeah, the people who are learning Japanese, they are, they are doing that on their own. So you might be able to find a language partner 
that way. Let's see here. Some more questions here. Hey, Mega's here. Oh, Sam. Sam the Taiwanese. Long time no see. How are you? Hansa. I've heard nice American idiom. We're not in Kansas anymore. Yeah, we might say that we're not in Kansas anymore. And I bet that is such an American thing because Kansas is a state in the United States, one of the 50, right in the middle of the country. Like basically the geographic center. Like if you take where I live in Maine, take California, in the middle is Kansas. And that comes from a movie. Comes from a very old movie. One of my favorite movies ever. I'm wondering if anybody knows in the chat. Does anybody know? What movie does that come from? We're not in Kansas anymore. Dorothy says that to her little dog, Toto. Oh, it's a great movie. My wife hates that movie. I love that movie. It looks like Karis is back. Is it okay, Karis? Should I bring you back on? Okay. She's giving me the thumbs up. What's up, Karis? Hello. Third time's a charm, Brent, hey? technology <laughs> before we, before we started we were like there's always something with technology and i'm not going to be invited back no. <laughs> this will be the last time you see me <laughs> not true not true anytime anytime uh and it is great i should say that uh here is that we started our channels about the same time we're growing at about the same pace we i think have very similar attitudes when it comes to teaching english so you you were invited anytime cares oh, thank there. You. Thank i think you. this is the second time you've been on the channel right and i've second been on your channel third? could be third yeah i was thinking it yeah. might be three so yeah sure. it's always a good time there's i know couple, we know it is really fun actually there's another guy gino uh from real everyday english he's always welcome i mean it was just chatting with a friend that you know you've known for a long time so yeah easy yeah, yeah, I think um, you guys too. I think you would get along too. Gino, he he's started the channel about the same time, and he's great. Uh, yeah, I think you mentioned I connected with him on um, oh, very nice. privately, actually. Very yeah. nice. He's a great guy. Yeah. Let's see. Um, oh, Nathan is wondering: Can I make this live lesson sooner? I I totally understand. Uh, this is ten o'clock my time. I often go nine o'clock my time, which I'm on New York time. Mm -hmm. um, it's just, it's sometimes I can and sometimes I can't. But, and I know Karis goes a little bit uh, later, right? You usually go several hours after this, right? Yeah, I normally go live about 4 p.m. my time, which I, I think is about 11 a.m. for you. Okay. Um, yeah, four or five-ish, I tend to go just to kind of, I find that's a nice middle ground because people from um, like South America are just starting to get up. And then I have a few people who are based in India and it's getting to their evening. So it seemed to be a nice time, a nice balance. But, but the good thing is as well, these are all recorded. So if you can't stay for the whole live, you can watch it at a later time. Absolutely. All right. Let's see what else here. There was a, Oh, um, Karis, do you know, have you, do you ever use that? We're not in Kansas anymore. I have a No, I know it. I know, I know the, I know the film. I'm not sure. If, shall I say the film? If people, I can't do sure. it. I can see it in the comments. I don't so think I know anybody... it's from um, The Wizard of Oz. Very nice. But I would never say it personally. And, and, and I'm, is it used in the States or is it just one of those things that maybe you might say as a joke? 
I would, Joe Will Kansas anymore. It might be a dad joke, but you right. you are apt. You you might hear it in the United States for sure. Yeah, and it and it does mean oh we're we're not somewhere nice. Is that what it, it means? Mm, we're somewhat unpleasant. Not necessarily. It's just somewhere very different than you're used to. So right. it could be unpleasant, but but not necessarily. Just mm-hmm. like things are very different. Um, maybe let's say if there's a club, okay, and then I'm 45 years old. If I, <laughs> if I went into a club that mostly had people my age, maybe they were playing country music. Right. And then the next week, it was totally different. There were people who were 20 listening to like trap music. <laughs> I might turn to my friends and say, Ooh, we're not in Kansas anymore. (laughs) Maybe not a bad thing. It's just, this is quite different. Maybe we should leave. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We're too old. Yeah. All right. Elena from Russia. Hi, Elena. I realize that uh, I'm not a confident speaker in any language. Uh, Maybe not even Russian. It's a very stressful experience for me to have a conversation with a native speaker. Happened to me with Korean, but now it's okay. So it looks like um, Alina has her name possibly in Korean also. So, Yeah, but I think the important thing there, I mean, I should say, Alina, I know that you're very, very good at English because at the end of my lives, I often do quizzes, like Kahoot quizzes, and Alina has won twice. So she's been the winner twice. So I do know that you're... You're quite good at English. The, and the I same also is think, true. The same yeah. is true on my channel. She's won at least one quiz on my channel. Oh, there <laughs> we go, Elena. Yeah. But I do think it's really important what you've said um, at the end. So it happened to me with Korean, but now it's okay. So you've proven to yourself that you can overcome this um, this fear, which I think is the, the important part for this uh, few sentences. That's the problem, I think, with speaking. The only way to, well, what you said was great about practicing recording yourself. That's a great one. Um, and But when you come to speaking to a native speaker, there's only one way to do it is is actually do it. And that's so hard. That's so hard. No, Alex. What's going on, Alex? What's good? <laughs> What's good? This picture's so funny. <laughs> Look at this. Honda does know. 1939 that's how old that movie is 1939 judy garland yeah she was great she's well great done, Hansa. yuxa how are you all right let's see could i open my mouth a little I'm bit manuel. more oh, do you know him i manuel. do i do know manuel from my channel yeah uh yeah so he would like me to uh open my mouth a little bit more i will i will do my best <laughs> Open my your mouth Manuel is very um you're direct Manuel mm-hmm. you say mm-hmm. what you what you want <laughs> and the the problem some people have too is that my mouth is covered by my microphone so they like to see uh how I make those words lip form. reading perhaps yeah yeah so I'll, I'll be conscious of that okay. <laughs> all right another question here what does this mean oh I do not know this um vote with your feet I've actually never heard that before. Or vote with your wallet. Do Ooh. either of those ring a bell, Karis? Luong. Um, no, I've never heard of either of these. I would take take a guess. <clears throat> vote with your feet. 
I'm, I'm really not sure. I wouldn't even know what to guess for that. Vote with your wallet, I would assume, means when you're making an important decision, or maybe it is literally when you're voting um, in an election, to think about the money side of things. Maybe who's going to be the best for the economy. That's what I would, that's my guess. But I've never heard these two expressions. Right. Um, neither have I really. I would agree with everything Kara said. I was just about to look them up, but you know what? I'm not going to look them up uh, because if two native speakers of English have never heard them, I would advise you not to use them because you might confuse people. So I'm not. Oh. What oh, no. is happening? <laughs> All right, Karis. Um, I, I said that you were always invited back. I don't know, though. I don't know now. Just kidding. Hey, this, this is the great thing about live streaming is you never know what's going to happen. But uh, it, it's happened to me before. I've had to uh, abort streams just because the internet wasn't working. But all right, look at this. Talk Italian with Erroni. Lots and lots of listening. I'm a huge believer in listening. I love it. It just... The next step, the next step, my, my reading has become so much better in Italian. I've been very busy for the last three weeks with uh, school starting up, but I have been able to still read in Italian and um, it's becoming better. I just need to get to talking. All right. I think Karis is back. Let's go. Karis, we good? Karis, all right. I have to apologize. So you know what it is? So I've got this on my, my camera is on my phone. Um, and people are calling me on WhatsApp. Oh. And I've got a new phone. So I have to, so I got this new phone this week. Um, and it's, it's an iPhone. And it's brilliant. But I somehow have not figured out because normally when I go live, I you know, put on the do not disturb. So I, I'm private, you know, no one mm -hmm. can, I don't get any notifications. But for some reason, I'm getting WhatsApp phone calls, even though I still have my phone on do not disturb. So I clearly need to do some more digging. <laughs> if anyone has is good with an iPhone, let me know because clearly I am not like I've done my moon, I've pressed do not disturb, I've <laughs> gone into my settings. But I am, I'm back. And also, I'm making out like I, I'm coming across really popular. Like people yeah. keep calling me. But I was just going to say that. We know that you're very popular. <laughs> the That's rest funny. of the day, my phone has been silent. Like I've had no <laughs> phone calls. And for some reason, this one hour, I've had um, two phone calls. So I can only apologize. And I, I will look into this to make sure this doesn't happen again. But I apologize to you, Brent. No. No, no worries. It's <laughs> fine. Whatever. Um, so Mega, I know Mega, um, channel member. Thanks for becoming a channel member. Oh, Sir, nice. you must have watched Titanic, the movie, as soon as it was released. Yeah, I am old enough to remember Titanic. 1997, my wife and I went to this movie uh, twice, actually. Twice? So yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. It was so big. I don't know what you were doing in 97, but I was about oh, 20 or so. And uh, <laughs> I'd moved down to where my, my I think she was my girlfriend at the time, but 
Um, uh-huh. We went twice. The first time I watched it, I was like, yeah, whatever. And I don't know what was going on in my life. But the second time I saw it, I just could not stop crying. Really? Titanic. I felt yeah. like, why am I crying? It's and a then, long, long movie, though. Isn't it like three and a half hours? It feels like five. I'm not <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Leonardo DiCaprio is a bit of a babe in that movie for sure. So is Kate Winslet. Yep. Um, I was seven when that was oh, released. Wow. Yeah. So I've seen it a few times. It's one of those films that is always on around Christmas. Mm-hmm. So it always plays in December. And that's probably the only time I would put it on. I would watch it now. I just, I would never commit to it. It's too long. Yeah. But it's a great movie, obviously. Great soundtrack. I, yes, yes. Oh, man. Uh, Celine Dion, Celine right? Celine Dion, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and I think a lot of people, when they look back, they're like, there was enough room for both of them on that door. <laughs> Wasn't that the thing at the end of the movie? Like He could have just climbed on the side. Come on, it's Jack. so true. Right. Yeah, she's on this big door, isn't she? Yeah, yeah, I love all the memes that come out on that as well. That's so funny. <laughs> and he, he freezes. Oh, it's so sad. But yeah. such a trip. The the worst was there was a video game after that came out where you could spin something with a tiny Titanic and win prizes. And I thought that was just such in poor taste. Like 3,000, how many people died? At least a 1,000, right? People yeah, died on the Titanic. based on a true story. Yeah. Yeah, seems I, a bit. <laughs> yeah, don't make a video game out of something so morbid. But I think it was coming, was it going, it was either going from my country to your country or vice versa. Yeah, it did, it, it set off, it, it, did it set off from Liverpool or was it made in Liverpool? There's a connection I, between Liverpool and Southampton. But it right. definitely was going to New York. Oh. Um, is, is Southampton close to you? No, no. no. So Southampton's the, the south of England and I'm the north, but I am oh. on the coast. Oh. But I think it was made in it was made in Belfast and in Liverpool, and then it set off from Southampton. And yeah, it was going to New York. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but we have a we have a lot of British um cities in my part of new england so we do have a a hampton new hampshire yeah we have a belfast maine yeah yeah Yeah. i think there's probably quite a lot of connections Mm -hmm. you need a liverpool (laughs) yeah i don't think we do i don't think we do no i'm sure i'm sure you don't (laughs) the beatles the beatles ringo star came out with a new um album i think yesterday Really? Have you ever been to the UK, Brent? I I have. I've been. I landed in Gatwick, uh, the airport. One of I think London has three. So I landed in Gatwick, and then I um, came to London for five days, and then a couple months after the tunnel was built, I took it back in 1995. So I think the tunnel. Do you still call it the tunnel? The channel, yeah. Yep. So the, the channel is the train that goes from London to either Paris or Brussels, Belgium. So yep. I took the channel to, to Brussels and back in 1995. Really? Yeah. So that's the yeah. only time I've been. Yeah. 
but nice. I, I haven't, I haven't told anybody yet on the channel or anything, but I do think I'm going to Sweden in January. My son is playing hockey there. So I'm, I might be landing in, in London and then taken right off from there. But Oh, really? Yeah. Sweden like, will be cool, though. Yeah, I haven't been there since 1995. I did a whole trip around Europe. Oh, right. Was that like a gap year backpacking trip? Yeah, it was kind of a forced gap year because I didn't have <laughs> enough money for college, but I could scrounge enough money yeah. to go to Europe for a month. And that's yeah. what I did. Yeah. Well, that's more fun, isn't it? It was. It took me it took me like six years to graduate because I didn't have enough money, but it was, <laughs> it was worth it. It was worth it. All right, Island Resort. I remember Island Resort. Blast from the past. I'm using yeah. I'm using a lot of like English terms and not explaining them, but I hope people will kind of get our conversation. I use scrounge, blast from the past, but. That good conversation, I think, is important too. So, what's the difference between worm and warm? That might be a pronunciation thing. So, I can pronounce it. And then, Karis, if you don't mind pronouncing it, because our pronunciations will be slightly different, but yeah, yeah. I'll use it in a sentence. Let's see. Um, I'll say worms. After the rain, the worms came out. It was a warm day. Mm -hmm. Should I say the same sentence? And if you can um, remember, I can't if remember. If I can remember I said, it, but... yeah. <laughs> After the rain, the worms came out. It was a warm day. So it's really just that vowel sound that you need to practice. Um, she says it, you say it so much better than I do, too. I love the British accent. Worm, warm. <laughs> Worm, warm. So fair. Worm and warm. And I think when a native English speaker is speaking, we really, I think we just hear the context and we're like, okay, yeah. we know, you know, it was yeah. a warm day. So I'll say both. It was a warm day. It was a worm day. It's like, you know, there, but we know there's nothing like, what's a worm day? That doesn't even make sense. So I think we use the context quite a bit for that. Yeah, definitely. I think a lot of it, you have to go with the context of um, of any new vocabulary, especially if you're looking at phrases, phrasal verbs. Um, my live tomorrow actually is on common words, combinations, you know, like fish and chips, how we say things in a certain order. And I think a lot of them you have to learn just by looking at language blocks and seeing them in context. I think that helps massively. So I'm going to look up. That sounds like a, a great live. I'll look up and leave a link. Is is the live? Is it um? Is it an active uh, live on your channel right now? It should be, but yeah. the way my technology's gone today, <laughs> it makes me think it might be hidden. <laughs> Common, oh, I got it right here. So I'm going to drop a link in the chat. So if anybody wants to join your live tomorrow, so I see that I see. Let's hang on. You know what I can do. I think I can screen share. So I'll Don't drop you? the oh, link. Yeah. yeah, I'll drop the link and then right here. I think oh. I'm screen sharing. Yeah. So there's the <laughs> thumbnail. There I can see. <laughs> Heart attack, lock and key. Yeah, we would never say key and lock. No, never. We would never say chips and fish. 
No. 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 So there is a link, right? This link right here that I drop. That is a link to Karis's live tomorrow. So you know, bookmark that thing. I think it you can set a reminder. She's live in 24 hours. So almost, yeah, just about this time tomorrow, you know, yes. 45 minutes later than yeah. this. But yeah. Very cool. That sounds like an awesome one. All right. So Mickey says, can I hear you guys say this tongue twister? <laughs> this tongue test. I can't even say tongue twister. <laughs> this tongue twister quickly. Yeah. To begin okay. with. Now, now, why is my thing off? Let's see. This is how we looked before. Okay. Yeah. Can I hear you guys say this tongue twister quickly? I probably can't say this, but to begin to toboggan, first buy a toboggan, but don't buy too big a toboggan. Too big a toboggan is too big a toboggan to buy to begin to bedoggan. Well toboggan. done, friend. I ran out of breath, though. Well hmm. done. I thought you did really well. <laughs> Give me a second. I can do it again, I think, a little better. But would you like to try that one? Okay, I'll try. Okay. I'm terrible. Okay. To begin to toboggan, first buy a toboggan, but don't buy too big a toboggan. Too big a toboggan is too big a toboggan. To buy to to begin to toboggan. It's that last last yes. four words. It's so hard to get out. Nicely done, though. <laughs> oh. I'm gonna try this one more time. See, I've read the glasses. That's gonna help me. Okay. The glasses <laughs> will help me. All right, here we go. To begin to toboggan, first buy a toboggan, but don't buy too big a toboggan. Too big a toboggan is too big a toboggan to buy to begin to toboggan. Well done, Brent. Well wow. done. Very good. Glasses. <laughs> I've never heard of that tongue twister. No, I haven't. I wonder if, did you make that one up, Mickey? I quite like it. Yeah. Um, it's good for the D sound. Yeah. Do you have any tongue twisters that you uh, like to practice with that you can rattle off really quickly yeah so there's a few um there's one that i can't say so i'll say that one at the end okay. so i really like four fine fresh fish for you so four fine fresh fish for you um i think is a good one um obviously peter piper is probably one of the most popular uh, the one that i personally struggle with is and it's really simple is red lorry yellow lorry and i l and r sounds are just so tricky and red lorry yellow lorry red lorry yellow lorry that's about the that's as fast as i can go because i think that is such a hard tongue twister and actually we should set a challenge brent of people mm. trying to say it and they can send it to one of our social media yeah. pages because i would love to see people saying this tongue twister that would be amazing. And we yeah. don't say that tongue twister, the Lori one, just because we say truck instead of oh, Lori. Okay. Yeah. That's so quite we, easy then. Red truck, yeah. yellow truck, red yeah. truck, yellow truck. I'm really good at that one. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like this one. I, I've practiced this one. So I hope I can do it right here. Um, how much wood could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? Do you ever have you ever heard of that one? Yes, and that's a really hard one. So well one. done. It's <laughs> <laughs> a fun one to say. Yeah. How much that's... how much wood could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? Try it. I'm, I'm not asking you to that that's too embarrassing. Which I can't I even remember it that long. Oh. It's too long. <laughs> I, I had a lot of extra time as a child. I didn't have a lot of <laughs> friends. So I practiced this in my room by myself. 
um I, that the fur one that you i had never heard that before oh the fish I, one i don't dare say that on here i think youtube might demonetize me because i might accidentally say a, a bad word in there yeah that's a tough one yeah i i love tongue twisters i think they're really they're, they're just good fun i think people should incorporate them when they're trying to improve their english absolutely have you done did you do a live lesson on tongue twisters I don't think I have, but no. I might do one. I think that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. scary one, you know. But, yeah, my um, love but, pressure. <laughs> yes, Sally sells seashells by the seashore is another one. Yeah. Do you say that one? Yeah. But we don't say Sally. We say oh she. So Ooh. she sells seashells on the seashore. That's even harder, I think. Yeah, it's even harder, I think. We took. The but that's easy a really way hard out. one as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we took the easy way out in the United States and just changed it to Sally. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So Mary, I'm not sure if you know Mary. Mary and I go way back. She's from uh-huh. Iran. I actually, I actually used. Where um, is she from? She's from Iran. Iran. Yeah, and um, there are at least three subscribers to the channel uh, from Iran, and I've I've talked with all of them, and they're great. And I actually use that. As one of my examples in class, um, we were studying something about stereotyping and governments not getting along. And I just said, you know, the United States government and the Iranian government, we we don't see eye to eye. We don't get along. But the Iranian people are some of the nicest people you will meet. You know, they're just some they're just like any any nationality. You get enough people together. There are going to be some awesome people. And then, you know, some not so awesome people, oh. but usually 100%. more, yeah, more yeah. awesome people. than Yeah, not. 100%. My uncle is Iranian, um, right. but he lives in Australia. And when I was in Australia years ago, um, he was making Iranian food and it was delicious. And he was, you know, explaining a little bit about Iranian culture from his experience growing up there. And um, I do think it just gets a bad rep in the media especially in the states and in the uk unfortunately and um maz i don't think he's here today but he has commented recently he's from iran but he lives in australia ah. so not your uncle though probably not my right? uncle <laughs> <laughs> so mary uh has a question for you it was around the 1990s when bernard's watch streamed in england i'm not yeah. familiar so Bernard's Watch was a TV show that was on in the 90s because I used to watch it when I'd get back from school. It would be on around like 4 p.m. Um, and it's about a boy and he had a stopwatch. And when he clicked the top of the stopwatch, time stood still. No, no, yeah, time stood still and everyone in it. So he could just go and buy sweets and travel and do his homework. And then he would click the swap, the stopwatch back and time would start again. So it was a great show. Um, and it was, I think it just started everyone being like, oh, I wish I had Bernard's watch or what would you do if you had Bernard's watch? You know, it was all, it was definitely like a talking point in school. But yeah, but I, I wonder how you know it, Mary. Have you seen it as well? <laughs> yeah, please leave it in the comments. Yeah. Um, yeah, Mary's great. Um, we've talked before. She, ah, she I think she, oh, she won, she won a conversation 
with me and then we couldn't get together but she had she is on the channel she um you know our two governments are trying to keep us apart because we tried to do a, a chat like like we're doing right now it would not happen no but i was able to send a postcard i think and she got that somehow but yeah that's mary's sweet. great that's really nice yeah i wish i wish just countries could get along right yeah that's usually usually our fault though i think yeah Sometimes. well yeah. <laughs> yeah it's true we're gonna we're gonna ruffle a few feathers i think we just we have to be in everybody's business just we, we won't get political here will we no it's <laughs> not worth it is it no so oh my name was written in red does that manual does that mean he sucks no why is it written in red I don't know. Your name was written in red. I don't know. Hmm. I'm not sure. It doesn't come up red for me. Hmm. Um, oh, Anya's, Anya's answered your question, Manuel, further down. Oh, oh, um, oh it's just okay. someone was talking to you, I think. Yeah. Perhaps. So what YouTube will do is they will, and I'm sure Anya's, Anya's comment is highlighted to you in red only, but it's just so you can see it. Is it because someone's talking to you in English? We say they um, they added you, added you. Do you use that, uh, Karis? Yeah. If someone, yeah, you at them. That's a you little at, at sign. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. We, um, Ario. <laughs> yes, we are at this stream ends at eleven, and then uh, Mr. Bob's stream, Bob the Canadian. I usually go into his chat and hang out and see a lot uh, of people there. And Bob the Canadian's the best. Yeah, he's great. See, and we uh, we don't live too far from each other. No, you don't. No, uh, we're going we're going to try to get together next summer, but uh, it it didn't happen this summer because of that dreaded C nineteen. Um. So, nevertheless, the teacher doesn't have a strong American accent. I've tried hard to get rid of any kind of regional accent that I might have. And I have lived in the north of the United States. I've lived in the south of the United States. So I try. But so, what, you... what, what, how would you call your accent? I would say I have a Scouse accent. What would be a main accent? There is, a, there is a distinct main accent, not where I live, but on the coast. Right. So um, we might say lobstermen, that you know, lobster is a big industry in my state. And of course it happens, you know, on the coast yeah. and the old, and it probably happening in England as well, but you know, the younger people have kind of like the same accent. Those older regional accents are disappearing, I think because of television, movies, mm-hmm. social media, but you might hear a main accent like, to say yes, they might say something like "ayop, That's and that's about all I can say. But oh, um, and there's a funny saying that we have: um, "Can't get there from here." That would be kind of a main <laughs> accent. Like you can't get there from here. Oh, you can't yeah. get there. I thought yeah, you were saying like, you can't get that from here, as in like buy something. <laughs> so um, if. There's a joke, like if a tourist goes to one of these little lobstering villages and they're asking for directions, the one of the locals might say, oh, you can't get there from here. But you should be able to get there from anywhere. But it's yeah. just, 
just I think an inside main joke right there. Yeah. But you will hear Mainers if somebody has an accent that me can't get there from here. That's really? Yeah. yeah. It sounds a bit more country-ish, mm-hmm. which I know that doesn't make sense because it's on the coast, but that's how I imagine it. No, I think I totally agree. Um, have you I think we've talked about this off air, but the monkeys. Have you heard of that band? I've heard of the monkeys. Okay. I'm going hey, to say we're the monkeys. Yes. People say we're monkey around, something like that. Yeah, exactly like that. So they're one Sometimes of my I favorite. Right. <laughs> I'll keep going. I'll mute. I'll mute myself. Um, so I'm going to see them next October, like this October. They're they're a band, but they have a kind of a famous um song called Randy Scouse Git. And I okay. think it is. It's definitely British. We definitely don't have to talk too much about it. But that that's a is that a lot of slang where you're from? Randy yeah, what Scouse is it? Git? Randy Scouse yes. Git. Yes, G-I-T, I think it is. Yeah. So yeah. um if I was explaining that, you don't Randy <laughs> normally means would Randy, do you use the word Randy? We only use that because and I didn't know until Austin Powers came out, but Oh. I think with the Austin Powers movies, yeah, yeah. they start Randy, right? But Git, I, I would you... say, um, is a, a, a very, very, very mild swear word. Oh, okay. So just, just for anyone who's thinking, oh, I'm going to start calling people a git, don't. Okay. Because <laughs> you would be <laughs> insulting them. No, it just means um, a naughty person in a swear word kind of I way i think yeah. john lennon used that one time in a beatles song probably i'm sure yeah. rocky raccoon i think i'm not sure i'm a big beatles <laughs> fan but i can't think of it right now but you're such a something get yeah i'm sure i'm absolutely sure um yeah it's quite old-fashioned um but i wouldn't recommend for people to use it in conversation <laughs> I don't think we have too many um, questions in the chat. I'm people, oh, hang on. Maybe there's a question here. Oh, it would be my question too. I think I did miss something. Let's see. Okay. Mega. Why do names of people include uh, thing names like Joy, Collingwood? Um, so I think the question is, why do people in English name their children um such strange names i guess or such odd names or name them after for example um <laughs> an american actress um named gwyneth paltrow right i think she has a child named apple yes and i yeah. think michael jackson named one of his children blanket yes so. and beyonce has called one of her children blue yeah. And didn't one of I, the Kardashians, didn't na- they name one of their kids West or East or something? North. North. I think it's North. Yeah. I'm sure it's North. Because their surname is West, West. isn't it? it Kanye is. West. It's, yeah. It is. Yeah. He's, he's married to uh, Khloe Kardashian, right? No, I don't know. No, I don't Kim even want to know. I don't even. <laughs> I always think it was. I wanted to be wrong on purpose. Name. She, he's married to Kylie Kardashian, right? Let's go with that. I've, 
I've never seen the Kardashians. Have you? Have you? You don't. You don't have to answer anything. You don't. No, I. I haven't. I um. I know who they are. I mean, I think everyone probably knows yes. who they are. You know, and they're successful businesswomen. Right. I think you can't argue with that. Not at all. Um. So yeah, let them do what they want to do. I don't necessarily agree with. Um. I think social media is a very dangerous platform. In many yes. ways, yes. Uh, but yeah, but I do know who they are for sure. Yeah. So but I think I think I mean names are so personal, and I am I am pregnant for anyone who doesn't oh. know. So and I quite like the name Joy. I have to say, That's... I think Joy is a really nice name. Sure. <laughs> but um, I think names are just so personal to people, aren't they? Um, I was actually I used to live in Taiwan. And oh, I know wow. that you had someone in the comments, Sam from Sam the yes. Taiwanese. Yeah, we have um, quite a few. Yawin is yeah. from Taiwan. Yeah. And um they often would have a Taiwanese name. And then when they would come to kindergarten, so nursery, as I would probably call it, at the age of three, four, they would come with their Taiwanese name. And it was quite common for the parents to ask the teacher to give them a and an English, a British name, and then you would just name this child. Wow. Um a yeah. lot of pressure. Too much pressure. <laughs> Too much pressure. <laughs> would they would they carry that name for the year or would they carry that name for the rest of their school career? Yeah, that would be their English name. Wow. Um yeah. So for life. It's, it, you were naming a child. <laughs> so I wonder how Sam, or maybe Sam, if he's still here, can leave in the comments. How did you get the name Sam? Yeah. Sam the Taiwanese. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, Karis, I mean, you don't have to answer this question, but is one of the options for your ch child's name, for your baby's name, is it blanket? Are you thinking blanket? I, I'm, I'm thinking blanket or duvet. I haven't quite decided. I like the sound of duvet. <laughs> Sounds French. <laughs> I think it is French. That's what we call it, a duvet. Is that not what you would call it, a duvet on the bed? I've heard that term before, but I, I don't. It's one of those terms in English that I don't really know exactly. It's a blanket of some sort. Yeah, so duvet. it's what you, on your bed. So I would get under my duvet. That's what oh. I sleep with every night. Mm, okay. Call that? I think we would call that a blanket, but I think a duvet might be a decorative blanket at the end of the bed, maybe. All right. But I'm not, I've heard my wife use duvet and I don't, I don't know what it is. Just like sconce. Have you heard of that? That's a, another decoration term we use in the United States. It's, I think a decorative light <laughs> sconce. A scone, a scone. No, I yeah. only know scone as a cake. Oh, <laughs> Oh, you know, a nice, a nice scone. Yeah, British scone. Oh, I love a scone. Mm. Uh, no, that's so funny. I can't believe that you don't use duvet. No, we don't. It so would... you would just say, "Oh, you're hogging the blanket." Yes, that's mm -hmm. what you would use. Yeah. Yep. My wife is guilty of that. Yep. Or <laughs> or the covers. We would say hogging the, the covers, hogging hogging the blanket. Yep. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Um, and we pronounce that scone. Scone. Yep. Well, this is the divide in the UK as well. Really? So if you're from Northern England, you will be saying scone like me. If you're from Southern England, you will most likely be saying scone. Oh. 
Yeah. So they're they're right in Southern England. They're the they're right. <laughs> they're not right. <laughs> <laughs> That's what. Um, so if anybody doesn't know, and I need to do, I'm going to visit a bakery very soon, and we're going to talk about all of these cake, cupcake, scone. A scone is a very heavy, kind of like dense muffin with a with a different shape. They're usually shaped in like a triangle. Is that no? Are we talking about different things? So a scone to me is a bread type dessert that normally has some sort of currants in it. So raisins or cranberries and then really simple to bake. And I'm a terrible baker, but really easy to bake. Um, And then you would cut it in half. And then typically you would put cream and jam on top of it. And that's how you would eat your scone with a cup of tea. Yeah. So okay. they're normally just, I mean, people could do them in triangles, but I, I think most people just do them as typical circles. Oh, wow. Like the easiest. Yeah. So, and they're, um, not, they're not that dense either. Oh, wow. Are they dense? Are, are they light, light and fluffy? Yeah. Light, like, fluffy. I'm pretty sure you just make it with flour, eggs, milk, sugar. I'm sure is- that's all you do. This is why English is so tough. We're both native English speakers and we're talking about completely different things. I mean, are you bread... thinking of maybe a shortbread? No, no, no. no. And so we do have shortbread cookies. Those are a little different, but uh, you can go into Panera bread. Have you heard of that? It's a big, no, you haven't. It's a big American chain. Like almost every, you know, my city has a uh, Panera bread. You can go in there. For breakfast and get a scone and the their most popular one is an orange scone and so they just drizzle like this orange kind of uh frosting on top it's a drizzle though a drizzle and you eat your scone for breakfast an orange scone send me a picture of it <laughs> I I will, see. I i'm quite intrigued instagram <laughs> yeah for sure please do because i want to know if that is the same as ours ours is if you've ever seen or had afternoon tea um or seen like a british afternoon tea you will always get a scone with your afternoon tea yeah very popular oh yeah as anya said english tea tea time afternoon tea yeah now i was only in england for five days i loved when so when i was there in the 90s that people would stop in the afternoon and have tea we had uh, on my flight home, they brought out tea and little crumpets and I love it. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Afternoon snack. Yeah. We love our tea though. And people always mock us because, and it's so true. Like we say tea fixes everything. So say you're celebrating, you know, you've got a new job, you passed your driving test. It's the weekend. You would be like, oh, come in and have a cup of tea. But equally, if someone is sad, you would be like, Come on, let's talk about it. I'll put the kettle on. Um, so we do say that tea fixes everything. That's awesome. <laughs> I think it. it's kind of yeah. true too. I do. I do. Yeah. Well, Karis, um, Bond the Canadian is is going live now. We're uh, a little bit over our time, but I feel yeah. like we could talk for another hour. So I think we should do this again sometime, yes. either on my channel again or your channel or a couple times, every yeah. couple months maybe. It'd be great. Yeah. Definitely. No, I thank you so much for having me. Thank you for everyone who's um, 
participated. It's been lovely to meet some new people, see some familiar faces, some lovely comments. And I want to apologize to everyone for my um, lack of knowledge when it comes to technology. I will it, get better. <laughs> it made it more fun, I think. It was interesting. Well, no, you, hand, you handled it well. So I do apologize. No, not at all. Um, but yeah, it's been lovely. I've really enjoyed yeah. it. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, thanks so much. And um, don't forget to um, check out Karis's live stream tomorrow. Uh, actually, you know what? Oh, 24 hours from now, I think, she is going to be doing those word combinations. Why do we say um, fish and chips and not chips and fish? It just sounds awkward. So check her out. If I'm around, I'll, I'll hang out in the chat down there. So Bob the Canadian is going live, so I'm going to go over there. I should have a link. If I was a, a really good YouTuber, I would have a link to Bob the Canadian's chat. Let me see before we get out of here, Bob the Canadian. Where are you? He's going to pop up here. You might actually hear him. Let me pause that. So if you want to check out Bob the Canadian's chat, I'm probably going over there. Just a minute. There it is. Boom. It's in the chat. I want to thank you all for stopping by Anya. She's on the screen right now. Thanks so much for moderating. Nightbot was a little, look at the, come on. And you know, Oh, don't post links. Yeah. Maybe you shouldn't post links, but sometimes they just do spamming and you just put like two emojis. Come on, Nightbot, settle down, settle down. Marcello. So good to see you. I'm sorry. I didn't, uh, when Karis and I get to talking, sometimes I don't see as much in the chat, but Marcello is here. Thank you so much, Hansa. Thanks for joining us. And um, I'll see you all hopefully next weekend. Next weekend about this time, maybe a little earlier. All right. See y'all. Adios, amigo. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. In today's English lesson, I want to explain what big brother is in English. And I don't mean your big brother or a big brother, but simply big brother brother. Before we talk about the term big brother, let's talk about where that term comes from. It comes from a book called 1984 written by a British author named George Orwell and he wrote this book in 1949. So back then the year 1984 was the future. Obviously, I am making this in 2021, so 1984 is no longer the future. But when you think of Big Brother, think the future. Or maybe the future is already here. When you think of Big Brother, what do you think of? Maybe a sibling. We have brothers or sisters, and a brother is the male sibling. Now I'm going to use a couple pretty big words here, benevolent or malicious. So a big brother could be benevolent. That means they want good things to happen to you. If they're your big brother, 
They're older than you. So maybe they are protective of you. They don't want anything bad to happen to you. But they could be a malicious big brother. And if they're a malicious big brother, they might hit you when your parents aren't looking. Or they might tease you. That's why when you hear the term big brother, it's a little bit of both. It's somebody or something that is watching out for you. They're keeping an eye on you. They're making sure nothing bad happens to you. But are they? Maybe they are snooping. Maybe they are getting into your business. Maybe they are taking too much control of you. And when we talk about Big Brother, it's often a government. It's a large company who produces products. Take your phone, for example. A lot of times when I am just talking about something with a friend or maybe my family, little while later, not too long after, I will get an ad on my phone about the exact thing I was talking about. Maybe you know my family and I, we've recently acquired a dog. We, we, we bought a dog. He's our dog now. And before, I was never talking about dog food. I was never talking about dog toys. I was never talking about dog training. But when I started talking about it with my family, my phone started showing me ads. So that's why we might say, Big Brother is looking out for us. Big Brother is watching us. Is it a good thing? Or is it a bad thing? Like, they might be spying on us. Our phones might be listening to everything we say and then giving us ads. Is that a good thing? Or is that a bad thing? Sometimes we would say that's an invasion of privacy. So if you want something to be private, you want to keep it to yourself. You don't want anybody to know. And if there is an invasion, that means someone has done something they shouldn't have. They've come into a place that they shouldn't have. So our phones listening to us, is that an invasion of privacy? Is that big brother watching us? Big companies sell products that might help you around the house. Maybe they'll turn your lights on for you. Maybe you can say the name and ask them a question and they will tell you the answer. Hey, Siri, how many people live in Bulgaria? And she's gonna know pretty quickly. Bulgaria was 6,951,482. See, she's always listening. Well, what if she's listening to other things that I don't want her to know about? Maybe I say my bank account to somebody. Is that going to be an invasion of privacy? Would she somehow get that information and tell other people? Or could other people break into that software and then they get my bank account number and then they get all of my money? Surveillance cameras, have you heard that term before? They're cameras that are watching our every move. They know if someone runs a red light or goes through a red light in their car, but are they also watching us do other things? Should we be concerned? What do you think? Big Brother, is it a good thing? Do we get information more quickly this way 
or does it come with a price? Is it an invasion of privacy? Please let me know in the comments. And if you are not done learning English, here is an English lesson I did on a roller coaster. Thanks for watching. See you next time.